0: Foundations of amateur radio. Today we enjoy radio using all manner of different so-called modes. The ones that most people are familiar with are FM and AM. In fact, digital radio DAB Plus is another example of a mode. In amateur radio we have a few more to play with. Single sideband or SSB, countless other digital modes, CW or carrier wave, are all different approaches to getting information from one place to another. If you have a radio that uses SSB, you'll soon notice that there are two versions of SSB, something called LSB and something called USB, or lower and upper sideband. If you tune around the bands, you'll soon notice that some stations are using lower sideband and others are using upper sideband and there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it. Actually, there is a method to the madness. First of all, commercial and military HF radio all use upper sideband all the time. Radio amateurs are a bit more traditional, and we have the following basic convention. For voice signals on frequencies lower than 10 MHz, we use lower sideband, and for signals above 10 MHz, we use upper sideband. There are exceptions to this. RITI, one of the digital modes, uses lower sideband, regardless of frequency, and all the other digital modes use upper sideband. Confused yet? Here's another way to think of it. Everyone uses upper sideband except for Ritti and voice below 10MHz on amateur radio. So why are we doing these kooky things to ourselves in amateur radio? First thing to note is that it's not random. We didn't just wake up one morning with this idea and said, let's do that. Sideband was first figured out mathematically in 1914. A year later, it was made into reality by John Carson, who used it to carry more long-distance telephone calls across the AT&T phone system. There are on-air experiments, and in 1933 the AWRL board instructed the technical staff of QST magazine to investigate the feasibility of single sideband carrierless phone transmissions on amateur frequencies. There's lots to read about this in the January 2003 edition of QST magazine if you're interested. It's a fascinating read. From an engineering perspective, radios built during the birth of sideband or single sideband suppressed carrier to give it its full name used different methods to create a sideband signal. One method was to filter out the part of the sideband you didn't want. The other was to use phasing to add or subtract two signals and create a sideband signal. Creating a filter was hard, creating a phase difference was much simpler to achieve. Now, one of the effects of using this method of making a sideband signal was that you had a place where the signals would add and another where they would subtract. Where was this place you ask? One guess. 10MHz anyone? So for these radios built during the birth of sideband, upper and lower sideband came as a side effect of creating a simple and reliable system to make the signal. Today we have alternatives which make this 10MHz magic spot pretty much obsolete but there are still 1951's Colin 75A-1 radios on air today, and we like to talk to each other, so why fix something that isn't broken? That's why we use upper and lower sideband. Remember, everything uses upper sideband except RITI and amateur radio phone below 10MHz. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima, Alpha Bravo.